It's an interesting topic within our community. I have a lot of friends who are single. They're always wanting to like, you know, when am I going to meet that right person? Or they're always pressuring themselves. It was a spontaneous thing. We went in there for information and two hours later we were married. We tell each other each other's dark secret. That's what marriage is. You have to like build on so many different components. The guy was cheating on her with another guy. It was just like, where do you go from here? Hi, my queer family. I'm Javier Lopez. Hope you're all safe and sound. In this episode, we will talk about marriage and how society creates this arrangement, especially within gay individuals. Octavio will be sharing with us a little bit about himself, his incredible marriage experience, and how he has dealt with family and friends. Also, a very interesting and unexpected story involving a friend's wedding. For the one listening, for the people listening at home, could you tell us a little bit about yourself to begin with, just to break the ice and people get to know you a little bit more? Okay. So my name is Octavio. Uh, I am a Chicago native, but I was raised in Monterrey, which is, you know, kind of like funny. It's <laughs> like, was born in Chicago, raised in Monterrey, went back to Chicago, uh, high school years, uh, then went off to college and things like that. Um, I moved back to Mexico in 2006 uh, on a you know business opportunity that was given to me right after college, and I accepted. And I lived in Monterrey for till two, 2017, I believe. That's when I came back to the states. Uh-huh. Um, and then I currently work, of course, for Facebook as a leave of absence specialist. Um, and I mean, extra hobbies, I mean, movies, uh, I like to travel. So, I mean, I know during this pandemic, a lot of my family and friends were like, why are you traveling, Octavio? I'm like, uh, I carry my antibacterial and my mask and I just make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, like to stay safe. So are you uh, still yeah. traveling? I'm traveling yeah. within the States and going to Mexico, but I mean, Mexico is like the only country that's letting American citizens in, or okay. if you're Mexican American, like, you know, I have dual citizenship. So I go back and forth, you know, just to like visit family and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things I like to do with my husband. Um, what else? Something about, I mean, I'm basically, that's pretty much it about me. You know, I'm like, Born in Chicago, raised in Mexico, came basic. back to the States. <laughs> Super fun, basic. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. So today we're going to be talking about marriage. Yes. So why marriage? Well, I mean, it's an interesting topic within our community. Um I have a lot of friends who are single and they're always wanting to like, you know, when am I going to meet that right person? Or they're always pressuring themselves Mm -hmm. to meeting that right person. And, you know, like I want to like a lot of the times they'll be like, I want to have what you have, but a lot of the times you're married. I'm married. Yeah. But a lot of the times I have to tell my friends, I was like, you guys, if you guys have to work on a relationship, like my husband and I didn't get to where we're at. It took us time. I mean, we met in 2015 in Mexico 
at a at an, an, an event and we build the relationship there as friends right and then it started extending and then we started getting to know each other better and things like that it was a process yep. and i and the the way i see with my friends are just like i want to have all that i'm like don't go looking for it you have to be patient it's going to come you know i wasn't looking for it when i you know when i met my husband and I was just like, let's just be friends, you know, because in, at that moment in time, I wasn't ready for a relationship. I was still trying to, you know, figure out like, what do I want? Right. You know, and it was little, it was the little things that I started seeing that, you know, why not give it a shot, right? Like mm -hmm. throw yourself at it. Right. So um, it takes time, you know, and I think that it's important for people to know that, I mean, I've been married for three years, but I've been with my partner for like five years already. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 not everything how everyone always sees it like oh my god you guys are like the perfect couple and we yeah. do have our our we have our ups and downs you know it's like any normal like relationship everybody else. yeah and this is what yeah. people don't see they think it's just what you what people might post on instagram is just a picture of a holiday whatever that's not just our life there's a lot more to it that you don't know but you need to know sorry exactly it's like uh yeah I'm very, well, and this is, and these are things that like I tell my friends, I was like, yes, we're a happy couple, but we have our issues as well. I'm like, so don't, don't look at us like, oh, you guys are like the ideal couple and things like that. No, you guys, you know, it takes time to get to where you're at and you have to find someone that you guys are going to have that, that special chemistry with, you know, and it's going to happen just, you know, and sometimes my husband and I are like, when we get invited to go out to like with friends and things like that, most of our friends are single. And at 12, one o'clock, my husband and I are like, okay, let's have our last drink and let's go home. Right. Because we're at that stage already where it's just like, <laughs> I'm not going to be up till three in the morning because there's other priorities in our life. We're hanging out, we're having fun, but we yeah. cut our time because it's like, let's just go. We're not like, we're, we're done with all this basically. Yeah, you know? yeah, but, yeah. We still go out and we have fun and we hang out with our friends and, you know, but they'll, they'll, they'll come up to us and be like, Hey, you know, how did you guys get like to where this is at? Like, how, how, how can I get this? I'm like, process. I'm like, there's a process. I'm like, you know, yeah, this and this and that to get where we are. I think what people might not be seeing in that particular situation when you go out, it's like, They want to have what you have, but they don't want to go through the process. They just want things just like that. And it's like, it doesn't happen overnight because yeah. they want to still have it. They, they, they want to still be able to go out and party until three in the morning, which is fine. You can still do that. You know, life doesn't end when you get married. But as you mentioned, you have all the important things to attend as well. It's not just partying and partying and partying. So, sorry, I kept interrupting you. Carry on. No, no, that's good. I mean, that you, you make a good point, you know, about partying, partying and partying. I mean, I did that when I was 20 and in my 30s. And I think I'm at a place now where I just like my priorities have changed. I mean, my husband and I like to do things like let's go you know, like, let's go to Houston or let's go to uh, San Antonio. We live in Austin, but I mean, we try to do things, you know, for him and I to at least build on that. And like for us yeah. together, I've noticed that we have such a good time. I mean, we love our friends and our family, but the time that I have with my husband, I always find something different that I'm learning about him when I'm like, when I'm sharing those experiences. Yeah. And I tell my friends, If you want that, there is a process. I'm like, you just 
don't go looking for it. I'm like, a lot of the times they'll ask me like, how did you get, like, we'll tell them how we met and how we continued our relationship. But I feel like a lot of my friends, you know, not that I'm judging or anything, they'll be like, but I'm going into Grindr and things like that. I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, some people find yeah. love in Grindr. I'm like, I don't know about. And I tell them. A year, um, who knows? That's true. I mean, and I'm not an expert in any of that. I mean, I'm only an expert of my personal experiences that I'm able to share and like let people know, hey, this is what me and my husband, you know, I, I mean, and it's like I said, at the, like you said at the beginning, we're probably like the most super basic people ever, but we're so cool to be around. <laughs> we're so cool to be People like literally like, oh my God, I want to hang out with you guys. I'm like, we're boring. I'm like, we laugh at our own jokes, you know, and people are probably not going to understand that. But, you know, I think for me, that's what counts in a marriage, how you get along with your, your partner, the love that you have for each other. I mean, the situations that could arise in a family issue, you know, like, you know, like, his parents live in, in Merida uh, near Cancun and we were just freaking out about Delta going, you know, hitting their, yeah. his parents' city. And we were like really worried about them, you know, and things like that. Or, or even my, my dad who lives in Chicago with all this COVID stuff that's going on, you know, and we think about our family, we start mm -hmm. thinking about other things that, that really have value to us, which is our family and our closest friends. And we're like, just like, this is marriage right like there's other components that we, we you know that that are just more than just pictures that we put on, on on instagram it's just you know that connectivity and love that we have for each other that we have each other's backs yeah so, definitely i think people need to take the time to actually know the couple or the other person better instead of just thinking i want to have what you have and thinking that that's it because that's not it so for the ones listening you need to go through the process like Octavio did with his husband as well. So you, I know you want to discuss a little bit about your friend's wedding, but can we talk a little bit about your wedding, if you had one or when you got married and how that process was? Well, this is interesting. And it's a good thing that you bring it up. Uh, when Aaron and I got married, my husband's name is Aaron. I don't um, he was living in Mexico when I came back to the States in 2017. And when he came on a trip, it was, um, it was nearing the date of him returning back to Mexico. And in our heart, like something in us was telling us that when two people are apart, things are about like, things will change, you know, or, or, or the circumstances are going to change. Mm -hmm. And we were dealing with that issue together that it was like, it was hurting us because, I didn't want him to leave. I didn't want him to go back to Mexico, but I knew that I couldn't go back to Mexico because of a job opportunity that I, I, I got in San Antonio. Um, so one day before he was flying out, we were in downtown walking around. Like we went to the museums and like I took him to the Towers of America in, Tower, in San Antonio. And we walked right by the, the courthouse and it was like around, I would say 11 in the morning. And I told Aaron, we had a we had some friends or we have some friends in San Antonio who were gonna get married in August of that year. And they had we had had dinner with them like a week before, and they were like, Oh, you know, we went to the courthouse, we got the information of the of the marriage license and things like that. And I was like, Aaron, you know, we're here in downtown, we should like go get information about um <laughs> 
like what this like what the marriage license process is about yeah. right so hang on. hang on hang on did you actually discuss anything about marriage before this you know spur of the moment or you just were like let's it was spo- it was spontaneous it was very spontaneous and my mom used to have a saying dios te pone las cosas when i mean god puts the things in your path how they're supposed to be placed yeah, or yeah. the order they're supposed to be placed and it was a it was a spontaneous thing we went in there for information and two hours later we were married <laughs> wow okay i kind of like that was gonna happen but it's not <laughs> what i thought it was gonna happen to be here and and we were excited because the only thing that was a little bit hard that day was that we had to look for a judge and the judges, it was a Friday and the judges leave at two. So it was almost around 12 when we were getting all this information. And I was just like, we have two hours to like look for a judge if we really want to get married. So my husband, my husband was just like, he was still like, what the hell's like what are like what's going on like i was like so excited like oh my god let's go look for a judge like let's let's do this like that way you stay and, and you don't have to go back to mexico and we're, we'll be together and we were just not thinking of the consequences that would come after of the emotional effect okay. from our family and friends wait I'm, i'll get there this is <laughs> so We were, I was excited. I was like, oh my God, we, we could do this. It's $80. Like, let's do it. Let's get married. You know, we'll be together forever. You know, because we had never talked about marriage. I think it only came up once before I moved back to the States. And then we never touched the subject again. We were, that year I went to go see him in March for like a week and a half. I took PTO from my prior job where I was at to go see him and, you know, just make sure that things between us were okay. You know, we had to keep that candle, that light going in the candle, you know? And uh, he was like, you know what? My trip is is scheduled for for May. At the end of May, he came to San Antonio and he was here for about two, almost three weeks, I would say. Uh, But yeah, one day before he was supposed (laughs) to go back, we got married and I I was, I, I got so like excited because we got the marriage license, the judge and ironically, The first two judges that we went to were like, oh, no, uh, I like they were just like disregarding that we wanted to get married. And I don't know if they were like homophobic or something. They just they one of one of the judges was a female. I'm not going to say her name. It really doesn't matter. But she was like really like bitchy. She's just like, no, like basically saying I don't have time. Like, it's just not like I I can't. right? Right. So we're like, okay, we didn't think anything of it. But then my husband later on was just like. Mm, do you think it's because we're two guys getting married? I was like, I, I hope not. I'm like, I hope not because, I, yeah. you know, but I didn't think about that. I was like, we have an hour before any of the judges leave. <laughs> so I go into another judge's chamber and he was getting ready to go out, like leave to lunch or something. And I was just like, you know what? That's fine. You know, I get it. So we went, I was like, the, the third is the charm, right? The third is the charm. So we walk into the chambers and then the assistant was like, oh, well, our judge, um, he actually leaves at three, but he's there and I don't think he has anyone right now. Let me see if he could, if he could uh, take you guys. And then he, he the, the secretary, the assistant comes out. He's like, oh, he's ready to see you guys. So then I walk in. No, I, it's still I wasn't, 
I wasn't nervous. I think my husband was, and he was still like in shock that we were actually doing it. <laughs> but the moment I walk into the judge's chamber, I looked at the memorabilia that he had all, all over his wall. He had uh, signs from the Chicago Bulls, the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Cubs. And then he, I saw the plaque on his uh, table that said Northeastern Illinois University. And I was just like, oh my God. And then he was like, Oh, well, you know, good afternoon. How can I help you guys? I'm like, I, I love the whole Chicago memorabilia. I'm a Chicago native myself, and I'm a huge Chicago Cubs fan and Chicago Bears fan. And he started laughing. He's like, really? And then we started talking about, like, statistics and scorings and, you know, like, things you like that. Forgot about marriage. <laughs> yeah, we totally forgot about marriage, right? And then I was like, oh, I, I, you know, you have a Northeastern ticket. I, I saw that. I see that you went to Northeastern or did you go? And he's just like, oh, yeah, I got my, you know, bachelor's and things like that there. I was like, oh, my God, that's where I went. And then we started talking about, you know, like, oh, my God, yeah, this and that. And my husband was just looking at me. He's like, get to the point. I was like, oh, well, we're here because we need somebody to marry us. And I think you're like the only cool judge available. And he started laughing. He's like, yeah, I'll marry you guys. He's like, you got witnesses. And I was just like do we meet witnesses? And he's just like, hold yeah. on. So he went to go get his secretaries. His secretaries were our witnesses to the wedding. And I was like, this is happening. I was like, because if, I don't know if my mom in heaven, cause you know, rest in peace, yeah. my mom's not with us anymore. Or God didn't want this to happen. Like it wouldn't have happened. Right. <laughs> but yeah. There were his two secretaries that were like our witnesses, and we're like so super. Aaron was super nervous, and he's just like, We did the ceremony thing, and it was pretty fast. And do you take each other to be each other's, you know, spouse, sickness, and in health? And we're both like, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, um, once we got married, we started walking like we got, we went to go pay for another process of the paperwork to get it a postile and get it like through the system, and you know, you know, just basically getting our copies and things like that, that we mm -hmm. had gotten married. Right. <clears throat> so we're leaving the courthouse with our paperwork and our big yellow Manila envelope. And then I open it up and I'm looking at the, at the marriage license that we were married Shit, June, 16, 20, June 16, 2017. Yeah. That sh the shit got real on that day. Right. And I was like, Oh, let's take a picture with it. I got, I, I was very overexcited, right? Uh -huh. That I took the picture and I posted, I, uh -huh. back then I didn't have a lot of people on Instagram. Now I have like the same amount that I have on Facebook because I was like, why not? So the picture transferred over into Facebook, you know, cause it, whatever you put in Instagram, it automatically goes into Facebook. And my entire family and my dad was like an hour later, we were eating at Lupe's Tortillas restaurant in San Antonio at La Cantera. <laughs> and my dad was like calling me like, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to like pick up. Right. And I didn't even listen to him because I was we I was excited that he was not going to go back to Mexico. And then yeah. I was like, OK, what are the next steps? So okay. then I was just like. So at this point, you didn't know that the post was on Facebook. No, I, I was overexcited that I forgot that Instagram automatically posted it to Facebook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't have posted it anyhow because my husband's like, it's your fault. You shouldn't have posted. And I, I do take accountability for that because, you know, I take pictures of everything, even of things that I'm eating. I mean, my cell phone needs first now, right? But anyhow, <laughs> super basic fun, right? So... 
it and then the families i when i started looking at the messages i started calling my dad and my dad was freaking out he's like what did you do and then my brothers were like why did you invite us to your wedding and i was just like oh my god i was just like and i was like how did you guys find out he's like my brother's like it's all over facebook and you have like a hundred likes and a hundred like people saying f you for not inviting them to wow. your wedding i was like oh my god and then I, I get I get along very well with one of my mom's uh, older sisters who lives in Monterrey, and she doesn't have a Facebook, but her daughter does. And her daughter showed my aunt the 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 picture. What the picture? And my aunt called me, and she started crying. She's like, "How could you do this? Like, why didn't you include us? Like, everyone in the family was expecting for your wedding to be above and beyond, and like." kind of like what sex in the city the 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 gay friends had and i was just like uh that's a little bit i was like no i mean find that find that people are upset about missing the event but you didn't get married for them and it's something that exactly yeah and and, but it was a lot it was uh, that day on june 17th of 2017 a lot of things went down (laughs) and a lot a lot of it was just like at the end of the day i was exhausted i told my husband we were supposed to go to the museums and have a good time and just you know before you you left back to mexico now that you're not going welcome to my family because this is how it's going to be you know that it's it we're like everyone's in everyone's business I'm like, and I think that's what marriage is about because I used to see it with my mom and my dad, how my mom's sisters would like, no, 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 don't let yourself, like, don't let him, you know, tell you what to do and things like that. And I was just like, hey, hey, what's like, I would tell my mom, what's going on? This is your relationship. Why are, yeah, yeah. why is your mom and your sisters getting involved? But I mean, at least my family, that's how it is. Everybody is involved and everybody's like. So do you think that's more of a cultural thing? I think it is. I think at least because of personal experience, I've seen it in my family. We're all over each other's business. Like, you know, if someone's doing like if someone's sick, like, oh, how are they doing and things like that, which is natural, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to like reach out and see how your relatives are doing. But when it's things like this, like my wedding, I mean, all of my cousins were even telling me like, dude, like we were expecting something big from you. I was just like, you guys are missing the point. I mean, at the end of the day, I did it because I didn't want to lose the person that I love. Exactly. My, my, my best friend in, in any case, you know, and <laughs> I felt that when you're far away from that person that, that you wake up and you think about and, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to have a long distance relationship. And I didn't want to end it after you know, two and a half years, I was like, we were in our place in our lives. We were both doing amazing things, but, you know, I had to come to the States and then he decided, you know what, I'm going to do everything. And I'm going to be because of you, you know, I love you. Yes. You're the one I want to be with. And, you know, he's like, screw my job in Mexico. And, you know, <laughs> I don't care about my apartment. And I was like, wait, 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 we got to, you know, we, we got to get your, at least your best friend, his best friend was really cool about it. And he's just like, don't worry, you know, I'll take care of your things and, you know, like, just call your job. Because my husband was a, an actor in Mexico. So he came out in uh, soap operas like El Señor de los Cielos, uh, Rosario Tijeras. He was always like one of the bad villain guys. So yeah. 
to leave that and he he also used to work for immigration in mexico the acting stuff was like a side job that he had and these are things that as a marriage and i tell my friends i was like these are things that you need to know about your husband or your 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 the person that you're dating that you you have to know everything about their life their family who they're you know get to know their friends but don't make them your friends you know that they're their friends like i think that's something that my husband and i are always talking about and debating like should my best friends in monterrey and my two best friends in chicago be his friends too and i'm like no <laughs> i'm like <laughs> you could get to know them but you i was like because the only thing that you'll have in common with my friends is me i'm the the, the point of contact that mm-hmm. that uh, is aligning that relationship <clears throat> but it's healthy for you to have your friends and for me to have my friends if we're all ever together in the same room mm-hmm. of course there's going to be that that you know commutative participation and getting along and things like that but do i want to consider your best friend hector my best friend no cuz that's your best friend yeah. he knows probably more evil things about you than i do right like <laughs> my friends in monterrey know all the dark secrets right but then that's another thing we we tell each other each other's dark secrets you know because if we're a, if we're a couple and a lot, a lot of the times people are like no you shouldn't say too much because then they'll start like your partner's going to start judging that's already a problem when you want to have that precedent of like oh you you should have your secrets or keep it to yourself it's like if you have decided to live your life with that person you know just communicate yeah. open up and, and say everything your life is only going to get better once you do that you know nobody yeah. wants to have a weight on their shoulders about lying about something you know just just say it yeah yeah i mean and uh, th- that's what marriage is you have to like build on so many different components within a relationship that it's just it's it's never ending but that's why you're getting married because you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life making decisions not only on your own but as a couple now you know yeah. And at that moment when we decided to get married, we were thinking about him and and I. It was just us two. And I wasn't even thinking about my family or friends, you know. I and when all of that Absolutely. happened, I was just like, well, it is what it is. Yeah. And I did and Javier, I I Javier, I didn't have like the big wedding that I always put in my mind that I wanted, you know. <laughs> and my family's like, but you could still have that. I I'm so happy and thankful that i have such a open-minded family and that ever since i was little they knew i was different and my mom was my number one ally she used to be like oh her 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 sisters always putting in their little two cents in the in the situation right but my mom would always tell her sisters like you guys are just jealous that you guys don't have a creative imaginary wonderful kid like i do so my mom was always like my number one ally and my dad had to align to what my mom's mentality was because my mom was so progressive for when I was growing up in the 80s she had like such a progressive mind she wanted us you know she's like I want you guys to travel I want you guys to go to college I want you guys to do all the things that your father and I were not able to do so i mean it it was good to have her on my side but then with with time i think it always for everything it always takes time to where my family from my mom and my dad's side they all decided you know what he's not he's not any different he's just octavio you know he's he's fun yeah. he's funny and I, and my can I, can i say something quickly because yeah. earlier my family or my mom knew that i was different and i was like no you're not different because you're still a human being like everybody else 
you were just you and they were seeing you as who you truly were at that point. So yeah, I don't think people should consider themselves to be different um, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom would say it best. He's creative and unique and he's intelligent and he is pure love. And me knowing that my mom was like my, she was like my superhero. Me growing up, they're like, who's your superhero? My mom. Because she was my number one ally. Like, she would let me do whatever I wanted. I was like, mom, I want to wear your heels. Why? <laughs> she would question, like, why? I'm like, I just want to see what a Manolo Blahnik feels like. And she's like, okay, here. You know? And it, it would amaze her that I was, like, maybe seven or eight years old. And I would look at her tags. And I'm like, why is this? Why, why, why are you wearing this? Like, where is this from? And she's like, how do you know this, Octavio? How? I'm like, from your, from your Vanidades uh, magazines that you got. And she's like, oh, my God, I have to put those away from you. So it was always that I was always, era un niño muy inquieto. I was always, like, trying to figure stuff out. Things up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I love that about myself. And I still do because my husband's like, you, you're, like, a unique person. Like, it is único. He's like, and I think that's what I like about you, that you make me laugh in your own little way, you know. And I was like, oh. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's quite hard to achieve, but it's so simple to achieve at the same time for people trying to be themselves. Because sometimes they find themselves stuck in this process of trying to fit in that they change the way they are just because oh, they want yeah. to be liked by somebody else, especially in our, in our community. Um, but anyway, I want to ask you a question. Sure. Going back to your adventure of getting married and how it happened. Mm. <laughs> you, <laughs> Because I assume that you didn't have a proposal. It wasn't like, will you marry me on your knees or whatever. Do you miss that? And would you have done that differently because of it? I think in the spare of the moment when it happened, I wasn't thinking about my how I had imagined how I would want happen would have wanted the things to like been, you know, in my little mind, I had created, yes, I'm going to like get everyone involved that knows us and things like that and propose. But at the spare of the moment, it was just like, it's you, it's you and I, at the end of the day, it's you and I, and that's what's most important for me. Yeah. And um, I don't regret it. I think I, I would have to honestly say, I don't regret it because It happened at the precise moment that it needed to happen. And we were both happy with that decision. And I think that, you know, if it would have been the way I had envisioned it in my mind, there probably would have been one mishap after another mishap. And it's like, it's like when you're getting married and they're, and I seen it with my sister-in-law and like friends, like when they're getting married, they get too over overwhelmed or stressed out because they want everything. Of course, it's your day. You want it to be perfect. But I don't know. For me, I started figuring things out that even if it's unplanned, it's going to be perfect. You know, and I think that I, I'm taking that with me that, yeah, I wouldn't want to go back and, and fix anything. I'll keep it as it is. I mean, I enjoyed the comments <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed the comments and like everybody like, being upset even my best friend who i've known forever tanya she was just like ah, you could have called me and i'm like you were the first person i was going to call when i got back to the apartment after <laughs> dinner but oh. i mean it, it i know i was just like but you know 
at the end of the day, when that after that happened and going forward, everyone has been supportive. Of course, everyone's still waiting for, you know, the big wedding and things like that. But our, our priorities have changed. Like we're in a process of closing our our first our home, yeah. and it's like I don't want to have. I was like, that's not a big wedding party. I'm not thinking about it. I'm like, maybe when we're, we've been together for 20 years or 25, I'm like, Aaron, do you want to have a silver wedding? <laughs> do you want me to propose? You know, but I, I just, I think, I think about that. And I'm just like, I think I like, and I love the way we did it. And, you know, people are just going to have to like, eat it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, definitely. <laughs> um, I love that you, mostly you, made that decision for the both of you <laughs> just so you know you know who runs the relationship <laughs> i was gonna be my next question um <laughs> i think it's pretty obvious who wears the pants um in this relationship or who wears the skirt or whatever you want to wear in this relationship <laughs> <laughs> i wear the skirts and the heels no uh no i would have to say it's equal i mean i think because i'm very spontaneous at that moment i was the one that was because he was like oh i don't know and and this is another component of what i've seen in our relationship is that he was always expecting for me to make the decisions oh, okay. and if you don't if you don't talk about that you know even when you're going out because it was always all the time when we were when we first started dating and he was like where do you want to go and i would say oh let's go to the movies and he would say okay and i never like analyze that well because it was always me making the decisions but here in the states i wanted to play the other role you know like i'll ask him like hey what do you want to do and he would be my husband would be like oh whatever you want to do mm, but you have a say in this relationship and he's <laughs> exactly, like, yeah he's like i'm happy with whatever you want to do and i'm just like i'm okay. asking you a question give, give <laughs> me an actual answer don't just agree with me <laughs> but but javi and that was 2017 now in 2020 I'll be like, hey, what do you want to do this weekend? Let's go to Houston. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, there you go. <laughs> but, and it's equal. I, I like that because before it was me and then it was like, okay, whatever you want to do. And now we're at the, at the point where at times we're arguing over like, what are we going to order for food? And he's like, I want sushi and I want tacos. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll get you sushi because that's what you want. Yeah. And I'll get tacos because that's what I want. Right? So... It's 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 just coming to a, a a state of mind where what he wants is valued and what I want is valued and we just have to communicate it. So <laughs> I still think I make the decisions most of the time, <laughs> but <laughs> but I want to say it's equal equal. I mean he's 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 been more more vocal on things. Yeah, it looks like like you guys have <clears throat> learned to talk about anything a lot more communicate about anything a lot more yeah um no thank you again for sharing your um amazing story of how you guys have got married so now we can move on to the other side of the topic which is your friend's okay. marriage mm -hmm. so i'm gonna ask you the same question why marriage and this particular one you wanted to talk about It, it, it's, it was it was pretty crazy. And I, I remember why I brought it up because I had never experienced that type of, of situation in a wedding was that 
they were ready to, to to get married and things like that. And the day of the wedding, mm-hmm. like a lot of things started coming mm-hmm. about, you know, and this was a relationship that had been together for 10 years as boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, and, and it was, it was one of those situations where you think and you see them and you're like, Oh, they're happy. You know, they, they got everything together and things like that. But the, the, the guy was like, you know, he was a player, you know, and one day before the wedding, the, the bridesmaid decided to like start giving all of the brides, my friends information about her, her groom. And it, it became a little bit uncomfortable and it was just like, okay, like what's going on here? Like, you know, it sounds like a natural telenovela. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but it gets interesting because, you know, even one day before the wedding, when a lot of us knew of this information, I was still here and in, in like, you know, we were actually traveling out that night, but then I was just like, crap. I was like, if we leave and I was waiting for the, the, the best bride to say like, Hey, give us the green light. I'm like, because I'm not going to like travel all the way over there. I mean, it's six hours away from Austin, Monterrey. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was like, I need to make sure, you know, that, that um that this is gonna happen because it sounds like it's a it's a shit show you know and you know <laughs> she's like oh we'll get back to you guys and things like that or at least me you know because I was the one asking questions and I really didn't want to reach out to my friend because then I guess she would have known because I guess I didn't know that all the people in the the wedding that were like participating and things like that mm-hmm. were already getting the information and at the end of the day it came down that it was um the guy was cheating on her with another guy. Was that the guy oh. was bisexual? I mean, okay, I, I don't know. But it was one of those situations where it was just like, where do you go from here? Especially for my friend. I'm not going to say names or anything because yeah. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be sharing this. Uh, you know, but um, yeah, it was one of those situations where Again, I go back to my friends and I, I, I say it's a process, but sometimes within the process, you don't understand or you don't know who you're with at the same time as well. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's why it was super important for me to know who my husband's friends were, who his family's, who his family was like every little thing you could get. And I think my friend, the bride that was getting married to this guy uh, wasn't fully aware of the person that she was going to marry. And I Even mean, after 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, I felt more bad for her. Everybody was just like, how dare he, they were, you know, they were giving him like a lot of the negative stuff and things like that. And it was just like, I wanted to put him in, on the side and just be like, Hey, you know, like, it's not cool what you did, but you know, yeah. You only know what you're going through your own personal issues. I'm no one to judge. The only thing I was able to do is just, you know, ed- comfort my friend, be like, hey, everything's going to be okay. Maybe this is a sign, you know? And I even told her, talk to him. Don't listen to everyone. Listen to your heart. Yeah. L- listen to what your, your heart is telling you because it's 10 years. And as vile as everything sounds or what he did is, bad i'm like yes it's bad so i'm i'm not gonna judge him so all of this came out the day before or the same day the day before the wedding and the next day she didn't show up to the church he was at the church waiting for her 
he didn't he did, know he did, he, he didn't know that she knew yeah so when when they all got to the church the next day i didn't go i was here in austin i was told there and you better unpack the maletas because i'm waiting for the last call you know and it, it was he's like are you this is i was like it's insane i was like you always want to believe half of it and i think at the point at that point i was more concerned about my friend who is the bride and i was worried about what she was going like what was going through her head i didn't want to reach out because she wouldn't have listened anyhow she would have been like in this bitch mode or whatever like i mean i just i didn't want to trigger it more uh but when i was able to talk to her like a week later you know i was just like how cold is your mind because i was like I'm going to be going to Monterrey for my birthday and I want to see you that way we could talk. And she's like, yeah, I want to see you when you're here. So when I was in Monterrey, you know, even, but before that on the phone, I had told her, listen to your heart. You were in a relationship for 10 years. You were in love with this person. I'm not justifying that what he did is it's, it's wrong. No one should ever have to go through anything like that, especially the day before your wedding. Second of all, I was like, you got to get rid of your toxic friend because her friend. <laughs> I was going to say, second. Like, her friend. I'm like, there's, there's ways to say a situation, right? And, and maybe she was just brutally blunt, but this other, her, her best friend, I personally don't like her. I never did. I mean, I got along with her because of my friend, but it's life you like people you don't like people they like you they don't like you you know but my opinion was because of how her character is you know she's like this loud outspoken she wants everybody to be unhappy just like her you know whatever you know and i just think that it was shitty what she like if she had this information even before so she the chose wedding, that moment she chose that day to tell her that's shitty you know and i was just like no and when i was in monterrey and everything came back out again. You know, she's just like, Aaron and I were just like, just have the tissue ready because I know she's going to cry. But, but no, she was she was a strong little butterfly. She was like, you know what? You, you're always saying, Octavio, life experiences happen. You either take the, the negative and make it into a positive. And like, mm, yeah. you know, I, I, I sat down with him and I, 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 took that advice that you were the only one that gave me because everybody wanted me to like to like kill him or like mm -hmm. kick his ass or like slap him like they wanted a bad they wanted to make a, a bad a bad situation worse you know yeah. and I was like you're yeah. not gonna win anything by hitting him or like maldiciendole I was like every time you think about him now just send them your light be like I wish him the best because he's probably gonna do the same thing for you regardless if you believe it or not and she's just like yeah i know she's like you were the only one that actually gave me that positive feedback like forgive you know and i did you know and i talked to him and i was like and what happened now are you guys friends are you guys gonna go shopping now or like what's yeah, yeah what's happening i want to know <laughs> you know and she was just like you're so funny i was just like no it's like you you have to be able to understand why it happened i was like and you still need time to heal and like you know, I was studying my husband and he's like, don't get any ideas. You already invited your cousin to it. Because we went to Merida as well. And I took one of my favorite cousins. And I was this close to inviting her and paying for my friend's like trip. I'm like, do you want to go with us to Merida? Maybe this is what you need. And my husband's like, don't. She needs her time 
She doesn't need to yeah. be, Everybody you know. Everybody on time to heal in their own space, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's why I want to talk about marriage because even in a straight world or whatever, I mean, I, I tell my friend, you see, if you would have done it like I did it, you would have saved yourself a lot of money. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, but then again, I go back and I think about it. I was like, but then again, no, because you would have never found out about that detailed piece. Yeah, of that really of your relationship for a reason. Yeah, everything ha- and you see, everything happens for a reason, and it goes back to what my mom used to say: it's put on in a platter for you when the moment is precise. Why is not the, yeah, not the correct moment of how her toxic friend did it, but you know, it came out, and I think that in a marriage, you have to know everything. You have to know everything, everything, even when you're dating before you get married. Hmm. Smell his farts. I mean, to that granular point, to that granular point, you know, you, you got to get into, yes. I mean, it. I said topic for another discussion. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I was like, we should talk about marriage because, I mean, people need to understand that not everything is like pretty and pink. I mean, everyone has their ups and downs in a relationship. Even when I was like, I'm only speaking from my experience. And I want to say that because people who are probably watching are probably like, no, that's not true. My relationship, my marriage has been 100% always white and pink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that's the case, I want to be your friend because I need to get some tips from, you know, having a healthy marriage. (laughs) Because, you know, again, I go back, there's times with Aaron and I just want to bite our heads off. Or like, I know that there's like an argument that's going to start. I walk away. I'm like, you know what? Have your moment. Let's I'm just gonna... take a break. Yeah. yeah. And that's healthy. Just make sure to go back and discuss, hey, what just happened? Like, yeah. why, did it, healthy, why did it happen? Healthy is finding that balance. And yeah. what you do, it, 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 it does help. Um, but it might not work for everybody. Some people might want to just solve the problem there and then. But taking the time to actually think things through it does make a difference so yeah i find myself angry at some situation and i write down an email but i don't send it and then like 20 minutes later i come back and i remove like 45 percent on the email so i take away all the anger and i just send it's that message that i wanted to get through so marriage is about communication about patience about getting to know each other for as much and for as long as possible. Because I think no matter how long you've been together, you're going to discover new things tomorrow about your partner that you didn't know. And that doesn't mean that you didn't know him well. It just meant that, you know, maybe maybe he didn't even know that about himself or about himself. So it is about, you know, patience and getting to know each other, which a lot of us don't have. True. I mean, and other thing is just adjusting to each other's habits because my pet peeve is uh, my friends in Monterrey call me Monica Geller for a reason. And I am the most organized and I love decluttering things. I like having, you know, uh, a nice organized space. You know, I'm very clean. And he had to adjust to that because, you know, there's a way I like things around the house and I'll notice if something gets moved 
And he'll be like, <laughs> he's like, those are psychopath mentalities. And I'm like, no, it's just being maybe it's OCD. Just being it's just OCD, maybe just me or whatnot or whatnot. But that's how I feel. I'm like, that's just one of my habits. You know, like your habit is to go to the gym and like, you know, work out. I, I'll do it, but like not every single day like you do. I'm like, and I like to have a clean apartment. I like everything. He's like, I, I get it. But you having post-its of what you're going to wear each day, that's what's driving me crazy. So <laughs> I, I, I brought the insanity you down. Do that? Yes, I used to. I used to. Not anymore. I started taking the post-its out, but I'll still organize in my mind. Okay, this is, I've already wore this, put it all the way to the back. <clears throat> but yeah, I, my friends in Mexico, if, if they see this podcast, they're going to be like, oh my God, Octavio. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, like I said, it's habits that you have to also get used to, like, you know, understanding each other's habits and things like that. So, you know, that's something that he's now okay with. And he's just like, you know what, I'm happy that you're super clean, because he doesn't do the laundry, I do the laundry, because I like to do the laundry. I like to fold my clothes. And I think I blame this for those 10 years that I worked at Gap and Banana Republic. I was a manager at Banana and it was always like folding clothes and like stock. And it's like, it got me that mentality that I am like super organized in my house. I, I know where everything at. <laughs> I'm telling you the home would come here and they'd be like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what advice would you give to somebody that it is thinking about marriage, but they're not sure what to do? especially if it's a gay couple and they think that family might not agree with that or friends might not agree with that if they're not entirely out to these people, what advice would you give to them? I think the advice that I would give to them is that they both need to agree that that's something that they want and they, they need to like just eliminate the opinions that are external to their situation. Their situation is between them two. It's an internal situation between two, not between three or four or five or family and friends. So I think uh, the best advice I could give there is because of experience is uh, follow what your gut, your heart is saying. And if you love that person and if that person loves you in return the same way you do, you know, go for it, you know, and let the comments and the negativity or whatever come after, but make sure that when you're making that decision, that it's just you and your partner, you know, are aligning to that's what you want. And I think that's like the advice I could give because that's what I, I based mine on. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah, your advice, again, as I've been saying earlier, some things might work for some people, some things might not work for others. Um, for the ones listening, if they have any other topics, please leave it on the comments or any advice that you actually want to give to other people as well. Um, so any last words or anything that you wanted to discuss that we didn't get to talk within this time? I mean, like I said at the beginning, I'm not an expert, you know, marriage is something that I, I wanted to talk to you about because within LGBTQ plus community, um, I guess I've heard comments on the side, like it's rare to see a couple like you and your husband that are so, you know, like this and you guys have your stuff together and like 
they don't know what goes inside of a relation in our relationship either. So I like to be as transparent as possible. Yes, Aaron and I have had our ups and downs, but at the end of the day, even when I felt like I just don't want to be with you, like, you know, <laughs> those moments, it's like, no, 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 no. Why, why, why is this happening? Like, let's take accountability. If it's me, let's work on it. Right. You know, and love that person that you're with at the end of the day, you know, that, that's who I chose to be with. But then I also wanted to talk about my friend's situation because one day before her wedding and yeah. it's not always that it seems, you know, you, you have a good, bad, there's all different life. There's all different types of, you know, experiences, but in a marriage, I always look at my, my parents' example. They were almost married for 40 years before my mom passed away. And, you know, they would still argue over who was going to pay for dinner that night. I mean, <laughs> things like that, that it's just like, I want that, you know, but it took time, you know, and if you're out there and you're one of those persons like my friends, like, I want that, I want that. Patience. Patience is a virtue. My grandmother used to say, yeah. patience is a virtue and you just have to be patient and that don't think about it. I want it, I want it, I want it. Because I tell my friends, I, I didn't want it. And when I say I didn't want it, it happened. <laughs> and I'm happy that it did because this person, I love my husband a hundred, you know, here to the moon, back, infinity, whatever, you know, I'll take a bullet for him, you know, <laughs> things like that to that extent. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I totally agree. I think people should understand that marriage is not a dress or a pair of trousers that you buy at the shop just like that. You know, there is a process to get to where you guys are and it doesn't happen overnight. So patience, getting to know each other and understanding that it's not going to be a smooth ride all the time. You're going to have not. problems. They're going to be arguments, disagreements. And this is normal. This is just part of a situation when two people are living with two different minds and two different brains. You're not going to yeah. agree all the time. And that's just the way it's going to be. But learning, learning to communicate those issues and talking about them is what's going to help you get to that point where you guys are now, that you can actually argue, take that step back, and then come back with a clear mind and actually discuss the topic and then fix it and move on. So, true. yeah. Yeah. Patience and smell thoughts and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bad example. But I mean, it happens. It happens. I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just... Like you said, patience, communication, love. I think that's very important too. Um, and understanding each other's, you know, like life experiences, even before you guys were a couple, you know, like what was also his boundaries, respect boundaries. boundaries, exactly boundaries, you know, and, and, and give it a go, you know, just don't be spontaneous like me because maybe, yeah, I was gonna say maybe what you did is not gonna work for everybody. Don't be spontaneous I, I like love, me. I love that story, by the way. I love it. You, I laugh at it. I, I laugh at it because I mean, I go back and I think about it. I'm just like I wouldn't change it, but I'm so happy that I did it the way I did because I, I, I 
tell this story to everyone or my my experience and they're like oh my god but it's it's funny because you are spontaneous but you know they're like I was like I did what I had to do to keep the guy that I love in this country with me and at the end of the day I'm fine with that and I'm happy (laughs) totally all right Octavio thank you very much for your time and for sharing your story and your input on marriage and your experience with yourself and with your friend as well I hope she's doing well though I don't know how long ago this was but that was like quite a hot situation. she's waiting for this COVID stuff to get over with because she's been talking to someone <laughs> she told me a little she's been talking to someone in London so I'm like I'm hoping it happens oh wow okay well fingers I'm like, crossed, who knows but again getting to know each other for a while before you actually maybe make decisions like this because it is a hard thing. Sorry, it is a hard decision and it's an important decision. So yeah. go, guys, for the ones listening, thank you again for, you know, for, for being here with us today. And I hope to see you soon on another episode, Octavia. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or want to stay in touch, you can find me on Instagram at my queer family podcast. Until next time.